Welcome to the Man Up or Shut Up Show, where four men unite in search of the truth. Feelings will be hurt. Talk to your doctor to see if this information is right for you. Hello and welcome to Man Up or Shut Up. We are on episode 44, I think. Um, yes, 44. Um, and we are glad to have you all with us. Um, today we have uh, Dima, Victor, and myself. Peter may or may not join us. Uh, he did get a little tied up with his family. So, you know, um, he, or or he got tied up with Victor's goats. I don't know. It's one of the two. But um, he's not tied up with my goats. <laughs> My goats is happy out there. <laughs> he, he came, hey, he came to lift some more goats, like you know, like in the yes. video. Um, he went to he went to lift them Florida goats, is what he did. My sound is not working for some reason. <laughs> we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I can hear you. Uh, okay, can you hear me now? We can hear we, you now. We could hear you the whole entire time. We can All right, hear you now, like an early two thousands commercial. We're nice. Okay, so I'm here. Okay, so what? What did I miss? The intro. Uh, you missed the intro, yes, yes. We wow, saw your okay. finger. You already said which topic we're talking about? I have not, not yet. So today on the show, we're going to talk about Arminianism and Calvinism. Um, we have been gone for a while, and uh, we may or may not uh, keep doing like maybe one or two episodes, maybe a month or something like that. We've, we've kind of changed our schedule just because of the fact that uh, Dima does have a new house to move into. Uh, Victor has his own stuff and uh, his, you know, his own family stuff. His own, his sure. own crap. I, I, I don't know what that man does. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Yeah. I just, I just don't want to share it. What I'm okay. saying. Is Thank that... you. Hey, he's, he's a privacy protector. Exactly. Hey, look, exactly. Long story short, we just, we just do a show whenever we feel like. That's... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yes, that, that, that is a part of it too. We. We've, we always thought of uh, this show as we wanted it to be fun, uh, but it also, we didn't want it to be extremely like taxing on um, us. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, but, but in reality, like I said, again, we just, we've just had a bunch of stuff going on and it's not, it's not on purpose. I mean, you know, sort of. Anyway, so uh, with that, let's get the show started. Um, I know a bit about calvinism and armenianism but i know that uh, some people know a bit more about each topic uh i will start it off with victor um and he can tell us about calvinism because i think he quite a bit about it um well what you know victor what you know what, what you know man. what you know uh, i mean obviously it's a very broad topic calvinism is uh, i think a very misguided doctrine um it's essentially you have tulip right that's the what they call uh, the doctrines of grace they've rebranded tulip right to the doctrines of grace is what they what's tulip it. tulip is an acronym it stands for total depravity unlimited atonement right t-u-l uh, um <clears throat> Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not unlimited. I'm reading the I'm reading the Armenian counterpart right now while I'm talking okay. to you guys. Total depravity, right? Um, unconditional election, limited atonement, T-U-L, um, irresistible grace, that's I, right? Ir irresistible grace. And then P is perseverance of the saints. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's like the 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 five talking points of of Calvinism. So basically you look at total depravity, right? So 
they they argue that with total depravity, people are so evil that they are unable to to call on God and, and, and believe on him. Basically, God is the one that has to initiate salvation, salvation. basically. That's, uh, so we that's, are we are so corrupted as human beings that we're, we we can't even yeah we can't we can't basically it's we can't do nothing for ourselves we can't whatsoever. even choose to to accept Jesus right yep. and basically. as Armenianism so I guess it'd be a good way to kind of go in parallel you know when we're talking about Calvinism versus Armenianism and then what is the truth um, Armenianism actually on the opposite they they believe that everything is tainted with sin mm-hmm. but not to the point where a person cannot choose so basically um basically everything's tainted with sin but people still have ability to think and make choices that's what armenianism teaches. so in that area Ar- armenianism is correct Bling! for armenianism and for Calvinism. exactly that's exactly right it's a good that's a good one right there, Dimitri. So yeah, total depravity. I mean, it's very easy to to um, defeat the concept of total depravity that people can't choose um, because you know you have Jesus Christ Himself telling um, you know the uh, the one woman that was crying and um, washing his feet, I believe, uh, with it, with her tears. I think this is the correct story where he said, "Go thy way; thy faith hath saved thee." And I'm pretty sure that's what that's who he says that to. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But, yeah, Jesus said that many times where he basically, your yeah. faith has saved you. Well, yeah, he said specifically though to this one woman, and I'm pretty sure it was the woman that was washing his feet with her hair. I'm pretty sure. But it was just very clear in that verse. He said, go thy way, thy faith hath saved thee. And it's so very clear Um in scripture you know when when jesus says whosoever will let him come and drink freely you know what i mean yep. and, and and so so he makes it very clear that or god makes it clear that he wants anyone who wants to believe on him whoever wants to you know whosoever will i mean it's that's what it means whoever wants to come yep. you know yeah so, and in, uh, in the old testament i know there's the part where he says, "I where God has told the Israelites, I have given you uh, a choice, know, a choice, basically yeah. good this and day. evil. This life day, choose, death, choose yeah. life. Yep. Yeah, choose. And God encouraged them, like you should. And like, and then there's also part like how many times I wanted to gather you under my wings. You know, how many yeah. times God basically is telling the people what His will is. You know, He said, but you did not want to. You know." You did not want to come to me. You know, I wanted yeah. to gather you many times. I wanted to gather you and, and, and you, you didn't want to. And it's like the, uh, so the next one that they say T uh, unlimited atonement, right? Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I always get that. It's limited to uh, <laughs> unconditional election. Basically unconditional election is code for God basically randomly picks and chooses who goes to heaven. Based on nothing based on nothing basically, basically hell heaven heaven yeah. hell hell heaven heaven that's it it's totally just because god said so and we have no idea why right yeah like, yeah this person was born to go to hell this person was born to go to heaven you know and and yep. that is very easily disprovable as well i mean it just it says um <laughs> the one verse that says um <clears throat> how shall they hear without a preacher right 
Well, what's the point of them hearing if if they can't get saved? You know, you, you've got yep. you've got you've got all sorts of things like that in the Bible where God wants people to hear the scriptures, right? And Paul said, yep. why would Paul say, I am innocent of the blood of all men? And what he's talking about is their spiritual blood, basically, whether they go to heaven or hell, because he's presented the gospel to them. So they were presented with a choice. So because he was able to present them with that choice, he's innocent of their, because, you know, he was the, he was the person that God called to go witness to those people. I mean, you know, as Christians, we're all called to go witness to, uh, to the unsaved, you know, that is a calling that's for everyone. You know, God says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You know, we should, anybody that we know that's unsaved, we should be willing to give them the gospel and it can yeah. be really hard, but man, well, I know that, I know the Bible <clears throat> talks about God purposely blinding certain people or putting a veil over their face and this is because basically as a punishment for those who reject the truth exactly that god puts a veil or purposely puts just like he hardened pharaoh's heart you know this was something that i struggled with for a long time i didn't understand it how could god harden somebody's heart because he's making it unfair for that person like well i'm gonna make you an unbeliever uh, basically i'm going to make it impossible for you get it get saved but then i'm going to punish you for not being saved you know yeah. uh, that's what i always kind of struggled with um but then it's like then i understood it much better later on is that pharaoh first hardened his own heart but then god is like all right you know this is where i draw the line at and from now on i'm gonna make you a i'm gonna make an example out of you to the entire world for many 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 generations till i come back second you know to the second coming of jesus christ you know and god gave a big butt whooping to pharaoh basically just so we can all read about it for you know we're still reading about it for several thousand years later we're still reading about a pharaoh's butt whooping um that god gave him you know and so i so basically in that calvinists often think like yeah god purposely you know puts veil over somebody's face or hardens somebody's heart because he doesn't want them to get saved because they're predestined to go to hell based on nothing but God's, you know, because God has to put his wrath somewhere. So I'm just going to take it out on these random people, you know? Yeah. No, well, and, and I mean, to be fair in Timothy, it does actually talk about how God wants, if it was up to him, all should be saved. Yeah, all, exactly. It, you know, God so, is not so, willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance in Christ, yep. through Christ Jesus. Exactly. exactly. And, and I mean, again, where that comes from is, again, that's one of the reasons I, I would be strongly against what the, they believe in, which is they believe that there is no free will. Uh, yep. as, as in free will, you know, if, if why would God say, I want all of you to be saved? Then he goes, true, 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 true. That makes absolutely no sense. And if we believe the word of God, which is the Bible, you know that's that's his written word uh we that that's a humongous contradiction for myself but so limited atonement is an interesting one because some people that's the next one and it's the l in tulip right oh yeah but they all i always want to go basically that one also the uh arminians uh, the previous one yeah the, yeah, the um, Armenians, they have that one right as well, basically. Yeah. The uh, the T-U, un, uh, un, what was it? What was that? The un, tulip. Un, un, basically, un, 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 unconditional election. Yeah, unconditional election. So basically, yeah, the, 
the Armenians, they do believe that um, that God has provided salvation for uh, as a available available for absolutely everybody. But it's based on the person's uh, own personal faith that they have to get saved their will to get saved you know they, they want they need to want to get saved they want need to basically seek god and you know they're able yeah. to do that um, yeah so and it even they, says their their counterpoint to unconditional election they call it conditional election and they say conditional election is the belief that god chooses for eternal salvation those whom he foresees will have faith in christ yep. and that's exactly correct Yep. Oh, that, yeah. That so uh, Armenia, Armenians have a uh, green check mark again on that one. That and Calvinist, <laughs> big X, big X, big X, big old X. So the next one in in the t- the tulip is limited atonement. So what they say basically is that God only died basically, or um, well, th- there's there's a di- there's a okay. Let me be fair here. There's a differentiation here because some Calvinists say that God's death or Jesus' death on the cross is sufficient enough for all men, but only applies to those who have faith in Christ, which is correct, right? When they state it like that, that's correct. But there are other Calvinists who do not believe Christ died for those who are not saved basically yeah. who, who don't and so see the bible is very clear on that the bible says that jesus christ is the savior of all men especially they that believe so that yeah. that's that's a that's a specific verse that says just like that just to just to i think god put that in there just to basically what? What? debunk these people that are saying that christ's death is only enough for the uh basically i think that's what it originally was but then like with with time eventually some calvinists started you know massaging that part a little more and more until they they got there they stared at their belly button too long basically yeah like well technically there's there's enough of grace to go along to every person but god specifically only died for the you know, for, uh, for the, you know, those who are predestined to be saved. Uh, but, you know, it's like to kind of visualize, <laughs> to kind of visualize how it actually is, um, is that, you know, let's say you committed a crime, right? There's already a payment that's, let's say in a separate account, there's already a payment uh, that's ready to pay your fine for you to not go to prison or jail. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, you choose not to use that account or that you know that money that's been already set aside for to pay for the fine that you're supposed to and you're like no i don't want it to object it basically you end up paying the fine something that was already technically uh, available to take care of it for you you know but uh that's how i think is <laughs> basically jesus christ has that available you know he has yep. bought, you know, and then basically the, those who believe they have the access to it. He's bought you know, a ticket for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, he's bought a ticket for everybody. The ticket is there. You just got to like, excuse me, sir. Can yeah. I have the ticket, please? Can I have a ticket? <laughs> exactly. And that's, <laughs> it. And that's it. And that's the beautiful thing. You know what I mean? That's the beautiful thing. 
about salvation is it's just whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die you know it's very clear yes. so the next the next one and again and just like you were saying dimitri the armenians have the other one correct because they call it unlimited atonement right yeah god's atoned for every man yes, it's, yep. but it's only effective for those that believe in christ jesus and have faith in him and that's yep. very clear it's 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 very simple all right, yep, so, Roma. So Armenians have, do you have? Uh, Armenians <laughs> have three check marks. The uh, Kalas have three X's. Exactly. I'm not an Armenian, but uh, exactly. Armenian will, will be wrong here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, as of right now, there is no questions. I actually, I know a bit more about Calvinism than I do about Armenianism. Um, yeah. I I always. What is it called? I always knew a little bit about Armenianism, but I knew they were wrong on one key point. Um, and you know, Calvinism, on the other hand, I just like their premise is wrong, in my opinion. Like just just the thought, um, just the thought that you know God would take away the very, very freedom that He gave to us just because you think so. It's just in my yeah, it doesn't make uh, sense because like even from the garden of eden we see that god placed a tree in the garden yep. and the fact that there's just the fact that that tree was there was a choice and, and, well, the problem and, that's, and that's where the car uh, calvinist comes in it's like yeah but well, god put that tree because he knew and he said it so they would eat that tree and, that, and that, like, would, that would make God the author of sin when they say that. It's so foolish. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, no, no, that's not hey, how God, it works. God had to make it as simple as possible, but he couldn't have just let people not have a choice at all, you know? Then this we'd be is, robots. Uh, yeah, then be, you know, basically like here, here's a uh, padded room for you, you know, yeah. <laughs> to be, exist in. And, you know, and whatever you want to do, you won't be able to harm yourself whatsoever. You know, you're like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bouncing around like an idiot. And you, get, you, you, actually, know, you are actually on <laughs> yourself immediately, as somebody said. Yeah. It's kind of, isn't it funny how like our brains work? Like you tell us not to do something and our brain goes, do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or um, there was a uh, there's a thing I talked about. I was talking with my younger brother, and I'm like, you know, um, whatever you think or whatever you say not to think about, your brain will immediately think. Will immediately. Yeah, it's called white bear syndrome. It's like yep. everybody, everybody has it; they don't realize it. But yeah, like if you tell someone not to think of something, that that the actually it was an originally a Russian experiment by a Russian psychologist. And he told his brother, I think, to not think about a white bear. But he also told his brother every time he thought about a white bear, he had to tell him. And so it was like all the time. <laughs> so I guess you're, uh, you're not thinking about that white bear right now, are you? I am. Oh man. <laughs> oh, you, oh you failed already. Bear, you're not you, thinking about that white fluffy bear with that nice black nose and the wind blowing file. through his head. Fur, you know, so you're rolling in the snow. You're not thinking about that bear, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So anyway, the next one is uh, the next one's uh, irresistible grace, and this one's super easy to disprove. I mean, it's just like ridiculous. So they basically say, whoever God decides to call through the Holy Spirit, that they cannot resist becoming saved or getting saved. They cannot right? reject it. Yeah, basically, you don't have it. the choice to choose, and you don't have the choice not to choose. 
exactly. And so what's really interesting is like Jesus literally told the Pharisees, there's another verse that just completely contradicts this. He says, you do always resist the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, the whole point of irresistible grace is God's, you cannot resist God's spirit calling you the Holy Spirit. Well, uh, Jesus says that the Pharisees were able to resist the Holy Spirit. And so, and yep. where was the Holy Spirit coming from? That's the question. The Holy Spirit is through God's words and, and, and the words of those people that are preaching. So every time you're giving the gospel to somebody, you are presenting that the Holy Spirit is speaking through you. You know what I mean? You're, you're speaking by the authority of God's Holy Spirit. And what's so interesting is every time you have somebody go, oh, I don't think so. I just, I, I'm, I can't, I don't. I don't know about this. I, I, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really know. I'm not really that interested in it. I just want to live my life. That is them actively resisting the Holy Spirit. Every time that happens, it's them resisting God's spirit. It's very clear. So, I mean, you can prove these wrongs very, very easy. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. pretty amazing. Now, I don't even know what the Armenians say about that. <clears throat> Well, they said you are allowed, you, you can reach, basically either God calls everybody, but you have the ability to resist it. So Arminius, they are correct on that one as well, where basically, you know, God will call everybody. They try, God calls all people, but people choose not to accept, you know, it's basically they're able to resist it. So Arminius, they're actually correct on that one, where you are able to resist uh, the Holy Spirit, you're able to reject, reject it and choose not to go with it, you know, but that's yeah. one of the reasons why they also teach, which is later on, they also do teach that you can, that you can uh, choose to get it, you know, you get saved, but then you change your mind and you get unsaved, you know, mm -hmm. that's where kind of the works plus faith comes in, in the Arminius side. And this is kind of interesting because I kind of grew up I didn't know about Arminius and Calvinism, but no, I remember I heard this from Shukrat the first time. And he told me about, you know, basically Christians fall into two categories. That is, this is what he learned in Bible school. Basically, you know, are you an Arminianist or are you a Calvinist? You know, if you're not Calvinist, then you're Arminius. If you're not Arminius, you're a Calvinist. And this is kind of like a, a, uh, a false paradigm exactly. you know that you get, you get put into this box it's like you're either calvinist or you're arminianist you know and you're like well i'm not calvinist so i guess i'm arminianist you read you re you read through what arminius believe and you're like okay so arminianist i believe this and this and then you can lose your salvation and then you get confused about your 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 salvation because you only have those two to choose from you know and that's exactly. that that's that's a big issue you know and then once i you know once I kind of start understanding the gospel better, that's why I had that one sermon that I prepared, but I, it was in Russian, Russian, so you couldn't hear it, Victor. Basically, that's why I named it Calvinism versus Arminianism versus the truth. Because I actually started listening to it, but I was that I actually started listening to it, but I couldn't understand it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember my mom's face when I said the title. She's like, oh, snap. That sounds deep. <laughs> That's really funny. That's awesome, though. So, yeah, but what's really interesting, too, is like uh, what Dimitri was talking about earlier, Roma, was um, 
where you know Pharaoh hardened guard God's heart. I'm sorry, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Yeah, um, Pharaoh hardened God's heart. Obviously, you're the, you're, you're, <laughs> you're flipping everything today. <laughs> sorry, I, I, I'm low on oxygen or something. I can't breathe. <laughs> That's okay. I did, I did that like three times today. So you know what? I have no right to say anything about any of this. So you know. Anyway, what I was saying is basically, once you realize that that God seals people one way or the another, that God can seal people one way or the another once they make that final choice, essentially. Yep. And so that's where the, like the reprobate doctrine comes in. There is a point where people can be alive on this earth, but reject God so completely that God seals their fate. He says, yep. you know what? You're done. He calls them, he calls them twice dead. Interesting, exactly. twice yeah. dead, you know, and exactly. Uh, and then Jesus pe- confirms it also. You will not be forgiven in this life or the next. Exactly. Basically, you know, twice dead. You know, you're like you're dead in this world. You're dead in the next. And, and, and that's yeah, exactly. And that's why it's so amazing. Once you understand that, both yep. sides, both Calvinism, because Calvinism's last one, which is preservation of the saints, which is true in, to an extent but they of course they explain it in a weird way but they are right god does preserve those who are his children you know he keeps yep. them spotless he keeps their spiritual clothes spotless right yep but but that's where it's like you know one of the things that helped me understand that point which is that's the p in tulip right preservation of the saints and <clears throat> basically they say it like this. I'll, I'll read you Preservation of the Saints. Uh, hold on. I also, you know, the, like a little bit of predestination um, yeah. of the, the, those who God foreknew, them he predestined to be children of God. Basically, God already foreknew that Rome was going to accept yeah. him. I'm going to accept him. You are going to accept him. God already foreknew that. So he already predestined us to be his children before we, uh, we were even born again. He already, because he knew based on like, for example, Victor, you you know, you have your your wife and you have how many, six kids now, right? That's awesome. man. I'm so jealous in a good Christian way. Um, But so for example, let's say, you know what you know right now, you, you, you know, your wife, you have six kids and let's say uh, somehow time got rewinded back right yep. time got rewinded back before you even met your wife but your knowledge stays the same yeah it's the same what what you know today everything you went through you still have that in your mind and you see your and then you see your wife she does not know who you are yet, you know, but you're looking at her with these glowing eyes. You already know exactly that she's going to be your wife. You know, she's going to give you six children. You know, you're, you know, you're going to live on a farm together. You know, you're going to, you remember all, you, you know, all the good moments you guys are going to have together and all this, but, she, but she's looking at you like a creep. Yeah. You know, so like, for example, you know that she's going to fall in love with you. You know that she, guys are gonna have an awesome life together it's like you and that would be like it's like as if you foreknew her you know uh you know everything she doesn't know yet but then it's like let you start pursuing her eventually you know you'll win her heart you know and then she'll get married to you and then you 
you have your six children, you know, exactly. uh, but it's like, it's like, it's like you, you, you could foresee something that actually, you know, you knew, you know, that will happen. So this is kind of how I look at, it, but you know, you, but you see that other girls, let's say, don't choose you. So <laughs> they're to you, they're reprobates. <laughs> exactly. They're only rejected. <laughs> they reject victors. <laughs> so so that is a good note to end on. Um, like, you know, guys, thank you so much for joining us for episode 44. Like I said, hopefully next time we'll have all four of us on. Um, you know, I made jokes about the Peter thing. But in reality, it, it's family. Family is very important to all of us. So hey, we'll have to we'll have to finish this topic though, because we're not technically not really finished. I think there was still like one or two more points, right? Well, we were right now. We were right there at the end. But one thing, one point I want to make, uh, Roma, if you'll let me, just give me two seconds. Sure. Perseverance of the Saints though is distinct from eternal security, right? Because perseverance of the Saints, the uh, the um, the bottom of that right is that once you're per once you're born of god you will continue to do the good works god has made for you so that's the last one that's the p right yeah, that's the person yeah, and that's and that's where arminianism says you, you you're you don't necessarily pers exactly pers you don't, uh, what's well, it called perseverance well, you don't as yeah. necessarily persevere oh, but man. basically you're, you're, the you're able to fall off the yeah. wagon yeah but basically the problem is is the, the 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 Calvinists are equating being on the wagon to heaven with doing good works is yep. what they're doing, and the problem with Arminianism is is they're equating staying on the wagon with good works, and we yeah. all know that that's not how you stay on the wagon, right? The wagon once you're on the wagon, you're on the wagon, you're on Jesus Christ's wagon. It's His good works. It's the wagon of His good works, yep. right? I mean, look at look at Samson in the Bible. He's in heaven guaranteed and guess what to the end of his days basically he was going after prostitutes and and, and whorish women you know what i mean yeah. and then yeah. he, so much so that god literally had the philistines put out his eyes what was he sinning with he was sinning with his eyes and his body so what did what did, what yeah. did they do they put out his eyes and made him work with his body you know what i mean yeah. and it's amazing you know that basically god chastised him and guess yeah. what at the end of his life, he realizes, you know, I, and then somebody still, still somebody saved. will try to somebody will try to put a poke holes with you say like, yeah, guy, we're on the wagon. But what if you decide to jump off the wagon? It's like, hey, guys, the wagon is eternally it, huge. It's, so it's, you, a, there, it's it a paddy has, wagon. It has, no, <laughs> it has no edges. So you'll be running for eternity looking for the edge. And there is no edge. It's a very huge wagon. It's, it's a flat earth wagon so try to get off it's that a flat earth. yeah <laughs> you can't get over the you can't get over the wall bro <laughs> and once you're there who would want to jump off that's stupid it's like it's like it's like imagine you you're you 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 won the lottery and you're rich and you have health and everything is perfect and you're like i don't want all this that's how yeah. dumb it is well think about this wasn't the prodigal son wasn't he off the wagon but he was still his father's son and he exactly. still realized, hey, I, I should just be a servant in my dad's house. Yeah. And his dad came running with open arms because his dad still loved him. He was still saved. He was right there, ready to go to heaven. You know what I mean? It was like, it's so beautiful. You know what I mean? It's like, it really is. It's amazing when you see that, like God's there and, and he, he forgives us, you know, and it's like, it's just amazing. 
really absolutely <clears throat> and that's an even better note to end on anyway yeah. boom. again thank you so much will we will see you all next time all right see you guys see you.